You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 460. Uh, I think the biggest thing is time blocking. I think that's the most thing. Like if you can only do a certain amount of hours a week, definitely do that certain amount of hours a week. Especially for us as we're in the military, I mean, we can kind of source basically our marketing and stuff like that. So we could possibly do even more than the average person. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted property is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, and I am telling you, if I can do it, so can you. So let's get started. Let me start this podcast. I'm about to interview an incredible 21-year-old wholesaler, okay, that his story and the deal that he just did is going to absolutely blow your mind. But before I do, I want to preface this because he is the perfect embodiment of what I'm talking about when I talk about this thought, okay? We talk about time management. We talk about priority management, right? Priority management being way more important than time management. Let me throw something that's even more important than priority management is energy management, okay? We only have a certain amount of energy every single day. So I'm speaking to you out there that have those nine to five jobs. I'm speaking to you out there that you're getting into this business, but you have so many other responsibilities. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent. Maybe you've got these full-time jobs. Maybe you're taking care of uh, somebody that's older, or maybe you're in the military. There's a lot of different situations going on here, but where how much energy do you have to put into this business? We're going to break it down in this podcast interview, but it is my absolute pleasure to speak from the barracks, okay, the Army barracks, <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. I've got Tariq Baylor here. Say hello, Tariq. Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm excited to have you on here. I mean, you're literally, you're sitting at the desk in your barracks that you make your cold calls from. Yeah, right here that crazy? So talk to me, man. Tell me about you. Tell me, where did you grow up and why do you want to be a real estate investor? How did you find wholesaling? Break it down. All right. So I'm originally from Winchester, Virginia. Joined the military about three years ago. So I'm actually in Richmond, Virginia now, right around that area. The reason why I actually wanted to be an investor was to, you know, get financial freedom, not just for me, but my future kids and my actual parents. I didn't want them to be in debt ever. I didn't ever want to be in debt. I don't want my future kids to be in debt. So I had to figure out what's the quickest way to make the most money in the shortest amount of time. And it was wholesaling. So once I learned about wholesaling, I mean, I just had to find a coach and a mentor by then. So how did you, I mean, there's a lot of different things that people can get into to try to find financial freedom. How did you find real estate? I was actually at the bookstore one day and I had picked up a book, just real estate investing. And I actually thought wholesaling was illegal at first. So I was kind of skeptical about it. So I was just like, 
and I don't want to do wholesaling. So I got to figure out something else. But then I started seeing like, nobody's really going to jail from it. So it's kind of like, okay, now it's time I got to get into it. So just took that leap of faith. Well, it's really interesting. You know, it's a funny thing. You know, a lot of people, when we talk about wholesaling real estate, they don't understand that wholesaling real estate is really just the art of sourcing deals. It's just the skill of finding deals, finding real estate opportunities. Now, the exit strategies are different, right? The typical exit strategy that we have in wholesaling is to assign the contract, put a property under contract and assign your right to that contract to somebody else. But you can close on that property. You can flip that property. You can keep that property in your portfolio. You can live in it, right? Like wholesaling just means finding real estate opportunities or sourcing real estate opportunities. So that's what you found. And how did you start? I mean, how do you even get going when you're in the military full time? I mean, how do you even get going? How do you start building momentum? Uh, I mean, it's just a lot of research. I mean, at first I was kind of procrastinating for about a good, maybe like three months, just trying to learn everything. And then I, once I learned everything and I started listening to more and more podcasts, because I listened to a lot of them, by then it was just taking action at that point and having to figure out what actual time blocking that I needed in order to actually make calls and stuff like that to get started. Yeah, that's a huge part of it, right? But yeah. I'm gonna dig I'm gonna dig even deeper in there and find out how you have the energy after going through your full day and all your responsibilities to be able to do that. So give me a breakdown of your normal daily schedule. Uh, I usually wake up around like five thirty, uh, work out to around maybe like seven thirty. So once I get done doing that, I'm at work from basically nine to five, maybe nine to six. And after that, I'm just making calls from six to eight. Every day. Yeah. Well, on the weekends, I do at least like maybe like five to six hours, but that's on, on Saturdays. Yeah, just Saturdays. So you have Saturdays off. So on your off day, instead of going out and having fun and running around, you're sitting at right there or yeah. standing, I guess, <laughs> calls, right? Yeah. Yeah, trying to get out. And I saw, and by the way, guys, if you're interested, Tariq has a a brand new YouTube channel where he's sharing his journey, he's sharing what he's learning, he's showing you how to how to pull lists. Is it just under your name, your YouTube channel? I want to I want to make sure people yeah. find you. Yeah, just under my name, just Tariq Baylor. Spell it. T A R Y K, and then B A Y L O R. Awesome. I felt like in those videos that you had like almost like a, a prospecting cockpit or a cold calling cockpit or somewhere where you you're where you're you're putting all these like inspirational inspirational quotes and, and or your scripts. I saw the TTP script there. Like yeah. where is that? Is that that's just right. in your room there? No, that's, that's like literally like right there. So whenever I'm making calls, I just look up and look at my um my why and I just keep going. Keep How going. How important is that? Man, it'll make or break you. So it's kind of like, if you don't have a strong why, then it's kind of like, what are you doing it for? Right. And your why is for your future family and for your parents. Yeah, that's it. So you didn't grow up super wealthy? Nope, not at all. Not at all. So this is definitely something new to me. Yeah. We'll get to the, um, the deal breakdown, but how do you find the energy You've been working. What do you do for work? I mean, is it something that that isn't that strenuous? Is it something? I mean, it doesn't matter what you're doing, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> eight hours of work, right, for the Army. 
Uh, so yeah. what do you do for the army? Uh, usually just like, just do like supply type stuff. Usually just sort out like whatever they need me to sort out. Usually in like the motor pool. It just all depends on the day. So just a variety of things. And then at six o'clock, you're on the dialer. Yeah, right on the dollar. So I Does get anything out of distract you? Does anything, what's, what's the most common distraction that you have that, that would prevent you from not being able to call at, from six to eight every day? Uh, the only thing that prevent me is myself. Like nothing else is going to prevent me besides me getting in my head saying, I don't want to be calling today. That would be the only thing that prevents me. And is that something that happens often? Uh, when I first started off, I was kind of like, if I were to get like, you know, cussed out or something, then I'd be like, ah, I don't want to make calls. But now that I got my like why back in my life, it's kind of like, I don't care. Like, I got to get it by any means. Yeah, for sure. And you're 21 years old, right? Yeah, I mean, 21. you could be out doing whatever you want. You <laughs> crazy. You could be out partying all the time, but you're staying yeah. in from six to eight making calls. And then five hours on Saturday. So, guys, listening to this and watching this, if you want to watch this and put a, a face to a voice, go to Brent Daniels Real Estate on YouTube. Definitely check out the interview. It's definitely worth seeing uh, what we're talking about here. But you're going hard at this thing. I mean, you're you're really dedicated to it, okay? And you are – how do you have the energy? How do you have the energy at the end of the day? I mean, whenever I keep thinking about my why, I think that's like my energy source right there because it's kind of like, it's just like my family's like dependent on me, not even just like my parents, my future family. I just can't afford to not live how I want to live. So that, that's basically my energy source right there, my why. You want to change. A lot of people call it uh, changing like the financial future of your family tree, right? Financial yeah. freedom for your family, like just living in a way that you weren't afforded you know, growing up. Yeah. So it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly powerful. But there must be something inside you that you're like, I know I can not only be financially free, but I can like make a whole life out of this. I can make this my purpose, my passion. Right. I mean, what inside you? Have you always like read books growing up? Have you always thought that you, you had something special or different? Uh, I've always felt like I've always been like a natural born leader. So I've always felt like whenever it came to like basketball, natural born leader, whenever it came to like stuff in the classroom, just natural born leader. So once I started figuring out that I could become a leader in this as well, it's kind of like, because I mean, I used to play basketball all the time. So it's just like, it's like a driving force. Well, the leadership skills that we learn from all the athletics or whatever, I don't care if somebody you know, ran a student council or somebody was in charge of whatever clubs they were a part of or whatever, it can translate into business, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. what you're doing here. You're just taking it from your athletics into business. And it's it's beautiful in this business because you can instantly start getting results and building momentum if you're being proactive, right? Yeah, sure, like why, that. why not just why not just send out a bunch of marketing? Why be proactive? Why choose to make cold calls? I need a direct answer right then and there. I don't have time to send out a whole bunch of postcards. Like, I need a direct answer. And you want it now. Yeah, I want it now. So I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, that, and that's so important. And, you know, what I found interesting, Tariq, is when I started making calls, 
I was like dreading it, dreading it, dreading it, dreading it. All this energy was getting sucked up, hallucinating on bad calls or somebody getting mad or, or not getting or finding an opportunity. And then once I started, once I pressed go, conversation after conversation after conversation, all of a sudden it started giving me energy. Like yeah. at the end of three hours of calls, I was like, whoa, <laughs> incredible. I have so much energy. I, I talked to like two people in three hours that I know I can help. And it just, I mean, is it the same for you? Do you feel energized after you call or are you just totally wiped out? Yeah, I love it now. Like I love talking to sellers. I love getting down to, you know, really why they need help. Like that's probably the main thing that really pushes me too. Cause I mean, you can get all the no's in the world, but once you get that one, yes. And you need somebody to actually, that needs your help is kind of like, it gives me energy. If you ever get that one, yes, you'll forget about all the no's you got that day or the week. <laughs> I love that. You are absolutely right. So, and by the way, a lot of the, a lot of the energy that we expend is worrying about things that'll never happen. I mean, that's just yeah. human nature, but especially when it comes to this business, we, we just make up things all the time. Just do the work, take the action, just like Tariq, Tariq, and get going with this. So let's break down this deal that you just closed, okay? So yeah. I want to break down, make sure that we're going through the four pillars. I want to make sure that we know what list it was from, and I want, I want to make sure what marketing channel you used. So if you're just listening to this for the first time, when you pre-qualify any seller, any distressed property owner, you want to pre-qualify them based on four things, the condition of the property, their timeline to sell, their motivation to sell it, and their price. So let's break it down, Tariq. What list was this lead from? So this came from an um, absentee owner list off a of list source. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And you pulled it. Did you pull any special criteria? Was it older properties? Was it owned for a while? Talk to me about it. Um, it was kind of just like what we got in the TTP program. So basically yep. just ver uh, verbatim off of TTP. So I just pulled it exactly like that. Love it. So, okay. So just to, just to give you a little peek behind the curtain in the TTP program, <laughs> we like going after properties that are older because typically they, they need the most love. We like going after properties that have been owned for a while because you can assume that there's some equity there unless they pulled it out with some sort of home equity line or something. So awesome. So absentee owners. Now, was it uh, absentee owners living out of the state or in the market? No, nah, they're actually in state. In state. In state. Awesome. Okay. So you got that list. And how did you get a hold of these sellers? Um, so I just reached out to them through TTP. Straight just cold called them. Cold call, my man. Yes. Okay. So you picked up the phone, you called them and how'd the conversation go? Uh, so when I was talking to her, this probably was maybe like a 10 minute conversation with her. So I was just talking to her um, about, you know, just the four pillars that we usually talk about. So her house was vacant. So nobody lived in there, no tents or anything like that. Her main problem was, is that she actually had all of her stuff in the house because she used to live there, but she moved. But she had all of her stuff in the house. So that was her main problem of like, you know, you guys want to buy the house and my stuff is still in there. So, you know, we had to compromise with her and help her out as far as like finding a moving company for her to actually move her stuff out of the house to help her. Awesome. So that, that was her main problem right there. So she had moved. She had all her stuff. What was the condition of the property? Did it need a lot of work or was it just dated? Like, uh, So the condition of the property, it might have needed around like maybe like 
20 to 30K in repairs. It was around like an 1800 square foot house. So it needed around that much in repairs, but it wasn't too bad on the inside. It just looked like somebody hoarded a whole bunch of stuff in there. Like that was pretty much it. Yeah. So a little bit of updating, a little bit of clean out, nothing yep. major, no big time, you know, six or eight month construction. timeline. Uh, okay. Awesome. And her motivation to sell it. Why did she want to sell it? You said, why did she want to sell it? Yep. So with everything going on with this whole coronavirus and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure she just needed some extra, you know, cash in her pocket because it was kind of like, let's get rid of it while we still can. So, you know, once we had caught her, it maybe took like a 10 minute conversation with her. But the crazy part about it is the same time that she was talking to me, she was also talking to another wholesaler the same time. And they had offered like maybe 5K less than me. And I think they got scared that they were about to lose the deal and they jumped up like 60K. So, but the thing is, is like, she didn't really trust them because they were kind of just like more money wise than kind of like helping her with her actual problem like we were doing. Right, right. And that's the most important thing. It's incredible. If people really feel like you have their their best interest in mind and you put mm-hmm. them in front, you really communicate with them and understand their problem and communicate effectively that you can solve that problem, yeah. people will take less than other offers that seem, mm, I don't really like that guy. You know what I mean? And it could yeah. be, what'd you say? What What was the difference in price between their offer and your offer? First it was 5,000. Then it was like 55,000. So. Oh, and she took your offer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what price did she want? She wanted it for 100 to 110, but we locked it up at 105. 105. Okay, great. And then what'd you sell it for? 145. <laughs> so how much was the total of the year? And, and by the way, we'll go into the breakdown, what you actually netted on it, but how much was the total that you made on it? Like 17,000, but it was a 40 K deal. 40 K deal. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> $40,000 from one phone call. Now you joined ventured this with somebody in the TTP family. And talk to me about that. So why did you join Venture and how did that go? Um, So basically before all this, I was kind of in the Austin, Texas market virtually, but that wasn't kind of working out. So I switched over to Richmond and it was probably like maybe a month in. I didn't have too many cash buyers. So I reached out to somebody in TTP that actually was living around here and actually doing it. So I was just trying to get it as quick as possible off my hands because you know how that first deal goes. So. Of course. Listen, I have no problem with that. Anybody listening to this, if you've got your first deal and you're nervous about it, squat up with somebody in your market that you know you can trust. Obviously, we're really, really tight in the TTP family. So we know that we're going to be taken care of and everybody's going to you know, open and honest and, and work to get the most for each deal but to make it as smooth as possible, more importantly. So you partnered up. Did you double close it? Yeah, double closed on it. So just to let you know that you're actually purchasing the property and closing the property at the same time. It's like almost simultaneous. But when you do that, you have to pay the title and escrow fees for the purchase. So I think some of those fees was what, about 4K? Is that about right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you split it up and you made 17000 And I was joking before we got on this. I was like, how long does it take to make 17000 in the Army? Which the answer to that, everybody, is a long time. So it's a specific, but that's absolutely incredible. And that's your first deal. Yeah, first one ever. First one ever, 21 years old. How long were you calling before you got it? Um, I was maybe calling like a month and a half before I got this one. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing, guys. It doesn't just happen instantaneously. You went for six weeks of calling consistently. And I assume you have a great pipeline of leads that you're following up with. Yeah. We just got another one to sign today. You did? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you're going to make on it? It's kind of a smaller one, maybe around like that seven to 10,000 mark, but it's still something. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a lot of people in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, or listen to this show, listen to this podcast, watch this on YouTube. Talk to them for a second. What advice would you give them? You know, they're thinking, once I get out, do I want to get a job or do I want to start a business or any of those entrepreneurial spirited people in the military? Speak to them for a second and and give them some advice on the wholesaling business in general and just some advice on how to get started. Uh, I think the biggest thing is time blocking. I think that's the most thing. Like, if you can only do a certain amount of hours a week, definitely do that certain amount of hours a week. Especially for us, as we're in the military, I mean, we can kind of source basically our marketing and stuff like that. So we could possibly do even more than the average person. And then once you're kind of, you know, out of debt, it's kind of like you're just pocketing everything else. So I think the biggest thing is really time blocking, knowing really like your schedule. And then figuring out a way around that. Yeah, and being proactive. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, can you answer your phone if if you sent out mail and somebody called you at like eleven o'clock? No, no, right. Yeah, and you miss that call, and there's no, you're not getting that deal. They're gonna call somebody no. else. So you have to do it. That's a beautiful thing about being proactive in your business is you set your schedule. You're having conversations with people between six and eight o'clock. You're totally focused. It's blocked off, right? Yeah. I mean, if you were if you were doing marketing, you would have to try to be calling them back during that time and playing phone tag, and it would just be a nightmare. So absolutely incredible. So awesome, man. So you got this deal. You got your second deal locked up already. You are off and running. Tell people how to get in touch with you. Is there, um, obviously, we gave them your YouTube channel. Definitely check that out. He's going to post this video on there as well. But Instagram? Yeah, so on my Instagram page, just Tariq the Pioneer. So just all one. And then um, just Facebook, Tariq Baylor. So that's three ways. Awesome, man. Well, people will certainly be reaching out. Guys, reach out. He has such a giving heart. He is he is a go-giver. He is going to respond to you. He's, he's literally already making videos. I saw his little video <laughs> set up. He's making videos to help out. Uh, anybody starting out and he's really showing his journey in this. So awesome. I mean, you're such an inspiration. Thank you for your service. Thank you for coming on the show and getting people inspired that a 21 year old on their first deal on one phone call can make a $40,000 deal. Thank you. <laughs> and everybody else out there, if you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. It is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash 
TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check it out. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. It'll either be with me or my right-hand guy. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. It'll be the best 45-minute call of your life. Until next time, guys. Tariq, say goodbye to everybody. All right. See you, everybody. All right. And to everybody out there, as always, I encourage you to talk to people. See ya. I love you. Until next time. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.